Alright, we back at it like a bad habit once again, but I'm not a rapper podcast. And you dealing with your host and a special guest. My name is Okan. D-Bean. This is V. And our special guest today is, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, uh, I'm Christian. What's up, Christian? Uh, so we got the special guest on for the podcast uh, for this episode. Um, before we get into it, Christian, tell them a little bit about yourself. Hi, um, I'm a trans, non-binary um, artist, performer, um, comedian, writer, um, and I recently took up embroidery because we are in dark times. <laughs> um, uh, and I'm based in New York, but I'm from Dallas. I'm also V's uh, sibling. Right on. Right. You know, you're speaking about New York. Um, how are your friends doing out there? You know, it's a struggle. Um, but yeah. New Yorkers, like, they'll put up with anything, honestly, as long as they um, can, like, have a feeling of superiority over other people in this case um <laughs> everyone who stayed in new york is like dragging everyone who left new york oh word yeah everyone is like oh yeah you spent so long talking about how you're a real new yorker and suddenly you're like having the time of your life with your mom in ohio oh man that's not fair that is not fair at all no, not it's at all. your health <laughs> It's not, but I like. I am one of those people who was like, "I'm a real New Yorker." Like, I don't even know Texas anymore. <laughs> First thing you did. First thing I did. The, yeah, got on the flight back home. Hopped on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> so we got this hip hop podcast. So you the you the special guest today, Christian. Uh, tell us why. Um, why do you like hip hop? Let us know. I like hip hop. I mean, I think I consume hip hop in a way that a lot of um, young queer people do. Um, I. I'm a big fan of, like, the more, um, like, I don't want to say, like, fun, but, like, the more, um, like, joyous mm. kind of um, hip-hop music. Like, I'm very into Megan Thee Stallion, very okay. into, like, the Doja Cats, the Cardi B's. Uh. Um, oh, that's Yeah, a, that sounded that's like reaction. there's some judging behind oh, it. Oh, wait, um, on the... Like, uh, eh. No, 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 I'm listening. Oh, okay, um... Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I'm into like the, the the fun music, but also like hip hop can be like a very powerful tool of expression um, in other ways. You know, um, you know, there's just in the way of showing like the full spectrum of mm -hmm. um, the experience, especially like the black experience. Um, I mean, I'm not an expert, obviously, but um, you know, like the you can use hip hop as a tool for telling a story in so many different ways. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we're talking about <sighs> Hamilton, <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton, <laughs> Hamilton. No, I, I don't. I, I don't want to make this whole episode about Hamilton. Interested in Hamilton you, and I've you never like Hamilton. No, what? Are you, oh. what, what no. Okay, hold on. We can't okay, keep not that he that. doesn't. Sorry, I just like it's. It's hard to hear. It's hard to hear. No, so, I can't keep assuming that I just don't like stuff just because I don't like Parasite. <laughs> I'm trying to read your no, face. I said, I'm trying to read your face. Wasn't interested in Hamilton. That's not We're true. We're not interested in Hamilton. Okay, that's not true. That. I never. I never had the opportunity to see Hamilton. Hmm. I just heard. Oh, it you are interested deal. in seeing Hamilton. What are you talking? We listened to it for two weeks. We listened to the. Did the you soundtrack. want to, or did I force it upon you? Soundtrack's been out we, for four years. Yeah, I don't right? think we. I don't think we. I don't think we were trying to listen to anything else. Like we were just playing music, okay. and then we played Hamilton. I was like, bet, and I just like I I enjoyed it because of the the story. I thought you were hating on it. Am I remembering this incorrectly? 
Idris is lying. I mean, I think it's like I think you are like. Here's my thing: is like I feel like you two are like such Hamilton fans that like any any tepid response would be received as that's what I'm talking about. Like I I don't think I had a problem with it. What was I saying about Hamilton? Pray do tell. I I do not know what pray do tell means, but. I do not know, but you're I will say that it. Hamilton is good, but in a lot of ways because it's nostalgic. Like there are a lot of things that Hamilton does that the average musical theater listener wouldn't recognize, but like the, it feels familiar to them because mm. it's like a direct reference to something else. Like, I see. Um, like, like ten uh, crack commandments. Ten crack commandments. And yeah. And the Ja Rule. A lot of, yeah. Yeah. There's like a lot of like very obvious references that like to a lot of listeners would be like, oh, this is great. This is hip hop. And then to other people who consume that era of hip hop, especially regularly, it's like, oh, this is a story being told through music that I'm familiar with. Okay. I can appreciate like, that. See, Christian, it's you like should have you should weird have came, Al in a way. You should have came. You should have came to Spain with us because they didn't. They didn't have any of that commentary to provide <laughs> at all. You broke it down. Like, <laughs> well, and I will say, I like, this is me, like, speaking as someone who studied musical theater in college. Right. Like, I there, uh, Hamilton is the only commercially successful hip-hop musical like there uh, was uh, Tupac yeah, Tupac musical a few years back called Hollow If You Hear Me um, it failed on Broadway because white people don't care about Tupac right. um, and the the thing that's kind of broken about Broadway is that even if it's good music even if it's good hip-hop like there was an off-Broadway musical that was amazing that didn't do well at all mm-hmm. um, it's called Venice um, listen mm-hmm. to it please um, mm-hmm. but um like it has to appeal to old white people in order to be successful, and that's like crazy. The broken thing about Broadway, you know, is there I a mean, no? Go ahead. That's who can afford it, so uh, it makes sense. Why does it have to be? I mean, is it really that expensive? I've been to a Broadway musical once when I was in uh, when I visited New York when I was in um, middle school, and I came back with the New York accent. But <laughs> 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 but what like, did you was, see? Um, uh, okay, no, that was racist. No, <laughs> but it had to be Lion King because that's Lion a, King I is amazing. Oh, I've never it, seen it. I've Lion never King seen is dope. It. Actually, I cried. I wanted to, but it was uh, was it a a Vita? Oh, yeah. Okay, don't cry what? for me. Yeah, no, 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 no. So it wasn't that. It was a different one. It was a, <laughs> no. Was it? I can't. I cannot remember the name, but it had. Um, what Deborah, is it about? Describe it. It had Deborah Cox as the lead. Oh, the color purple. Goodness. No, Deborah Cox was not in the color purple. Oh. No, she. Um, it was no, like Avina no, 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 no. or Eva or something. I forget. Mm. I have to ask my sister, but she took yeah. me because she was at um, NYU for a master's like during mm-hmm. that time and I, I visited her during that time and she just showed me around New York and all that Love stuff that she took me to. yeah no it was amazing like we, we I cried Oh, but you don't know what you cried at I was 13 that's okay it's a, yeah it's a long time we'll ago. Never know. Right. but Wait, no when that? I say like it's the people who can afford it there's there's one thing with 
tourists or people coming to visit and it's like a life once in a lifetime experience or not once yeah. in a lifetime but a few times in your lifetime you'll get to go to broadway and then watch something yeah. right mm-hmm. but the people who have season tickets and who go regularly yeah. i feel like yeah. are older wealthy white people yeah absolutely mm. okay i get to that well and even the young people who go regularly are like annoying privileged like white kids from the upper west side yeah, oh, but I feel like geez. that's the thing that's going on in a lot of things. Like even they talk about that in sports, um, like how uh, Golden State moved all the way to San Francisco. Um, now uh, the same people that have been supporting them for years right. uh, can't even <clears throat> can't even um, afford to afford. go to um, their games right now. Right. Yeah. So that's uh, capitalism for you. It's like that. Yeah. Um, it is. But um, you were talking about um, your favorite, well, at least the artists that you like listening to right now. Um, but do you feel like hip hop has, uh, I don't know the best word, but has it improved or expanded or broadened its uh, like its stance on uh, the LGBTQ plus community um, as of recent? Or do you feel hip hop, from your perspective, um, kind of taking steps backwards i definitely think that mainstream hip-hop is kind of the way that it's always been like Mm. people pay lip service to the lgbt community (laughs) in a way that is inauthentic um or like at least it doesn't actually do anything for us example Um, What's what's an example like um like the way that like Mm, okay so there was a single that came out that was like cardi b rita ora charlie xcx and like some other person i forgot who it was um it's called girls it was talking about like them and like their experience with like bisexuality or whatever which is dope i think it was kehlani okay Mm. my big yeah um but like that that song is not about like oh like you know i'm i'm having like a cool cool queer experience it's like Oh, like sometimes I like to get drunk and kiss girls. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Which, I that's see. pretty And it's like it's like whatever. And like people talk all the time. Like people talk all the time about their. Oh, for instance, okay, so City Girls, um, uh, they have like a long, storied, and well-recorded history of being like very homophobic and very transphobic mm. on okay. Twitter, and like people brought that up and it was like a totally valid criticism and then they were like they they just started paying lip service to the lgbt community they're like we have so many queer friends blah blah blah, blah. like i love being blah, blah 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 people people paying lip service in a way that feels authentic to them but it's like it doesn't mean anything for the community because you're still saying like oh i want my son to be a real man and it's uh, like i don't know what that means you know yeah. and the, the, like no, I, sorry i was i was just going to say that like the LGBT community, I mean, like, we are a community that's very used to being on the margins. So, like, even in hip hop, mm-hmm. like, we make space for ourselves. Um, yeah. Like, um, uh, on, on on Rhythm and Flow, they had uh, two, two queer rappers on there, London B and um, Cakes a Killer. And Cakes is, like, actually, like, a very phenomenal rapper, and I'm surprised he didn't get further in the competition. But I understand what they wanted. Um, I see. And, um, I mean, like, he he's, like, really thriving in the Brooklyn scene. Um, and, like, there are, there are tons of other um, artists that are thriving in the... In, in, 
in our own scene. So something and, that's like interesting to me is I feel like, and I could be totally wrong, uh-huh. but I feel like the artists that the LGBT community like, <clears throat> like are problematic. No, like we love Azalea Banks. I think <laughs> it's like that. That might not have been their intended market, but that's the music that um, is con- like they like, mm-hmm. and yeah. so then you get situations like that but then artists who do who do identify and are part of the lgbtq community um might not be who you listen to right like well they're frank ocean but then you yeah. like um city girls uh, and you know like, i mean i don't like city girls oh, but, okay but um i would i i would like city girls if they weren't transphobic but yeah um, <laughs> um, you know just a real quick so i was being judgmental for a quick second on doja cat as i'm like going back and thinking i'm not a doja cat fan so anybody who's like oh yeah i like doja i'm like man okay that song that she did on the birds of prey album was like kind of lit is doja cat hip-hop it seems more pop to me i mean it's a it's definitely pop music pop it's definitely but i think she carries a hip-hop um like language to her music you need to listen to that song okay yeah maybe yeah um that's like her magnum opus, I feel. But also controversial. Tia Tamara, absolutely. Um, right. But um, controversial. Doja Cat, like all of her music is produced by Dr. Luke. So um, oh. I know. Yeah, she's like kind of shilling for the man. But um, because... For those who don't know who Dr. Luke is, explain. Oh, Dr. Luke is a producer who's worked on like a ton of stuff. Um, but recently um, he made the news because it was alleged that he... Um, was abusing one of his artists, Kesha, for like years and years and years. And, oh, dang. Um, um, yeah, and there was like a big court case, and basically um, he still makes money off of her, but um, uh-huh. she can make music without him. After a court ruling. After like several court yeah. rulings, actually. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so basically he's still like, if you buy a Kesha album, like he, he's getting a cut he's getting a cut yeah um yeah, dang doja cat is like she's mid-key a, a gimmick for me yeah uh, yeah but she she came out i think she really started like gaining steam when she made the moo song yeah mm. uh, can we cow. put doja cat and lil dicky in the same category um no because doja cat is more successful i would say doja cat is like comparable you are such a little dicky hater though sorry all right, man i'm no i'm the hater of the podcast all right little I, dicky I will, can, I won't. Uh, look he can rap though he yeah can go, though. he nah, was like part I'm of sorry. the freshman um, yeah <laughs> he was with a good group i feel like his class was good yeah no no it was good it was good um but like have, but he even has a he even has a show though like that don't mean that don't yeah mean just because show doesn't oh, mean good no Man, y'all go, y'all not gonna lie because I do not like that show. <laughs> Dave? I haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah. Have you uh, yeah Dave. I think it's like it's a, not. I feel good. like it's like a um, like kind of a it curb, weird. A curb your enthusiasm type show. It, it's more like Atl- it's more like Atlanta. Atlanta. I, like oh, I think okay. it's trying to achieve like that Atlanta. Atlanta fl- I love Atlanta. I like. But I think Beats. it's trying to achieve she's that. Yo, she's it. awesome. She's phenomenal. She always plays the same roles. I like agree, the, but I love it. Like her in Deadpool like Two was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's really. I, I like her as an actress. She's who real she? good uh, in Deadpool Two. Um, no, who is she? Oh, she's the girl in Atlanta. I've only watched the first 
episode of okay, Atlanta. Well, she's in it. No, like, what what's her she name? She was Domino. She's the only black girl. She's Domino. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I like her. Yeah, yeah okay. Zazie Beats. She's, she's great. And she's very versatile. She she is. I like her a lot. Um, and she was in Joker. Yes, um, she was. She was the black girl. She was in Joker. She was. That was like. Oh, I'm so glad they did what they did because whenever like they had me going in the first half, like I was really like, "What is she doing with this guy?" Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah, like yeah, man. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but just gotta see Joker. It's a good. No, you film. don't. You don't have to see Joker. No, no, I man. I like it. Joker. You like Joker? It was good you enough. didn't like Parasite. Yeah. yeah man i think just Idris it just hates stuff that is popular and then no joker was popular that, people liked joker people like joker Joker's, people like joker i thought it was good i think i think there were parts where i think could have done better to drive the story but overall i think it was good filmmaking i thought it was edited well i think the cinematography was great if i think you're talking I think about watching like, phoenix if you're talking about like like a like a flawed um if you're talking about like a flawed um, presentation of social commentary, I mean, Joker is like tip top of that for me. Like it was completely, the, mm. the entire conversation about class warfare was broken. Oh, uh, word. Yes. Mm. Tell me more. Haven't okay. So, um, I guess this is a, not a spoiler free podcast anymore, but, um, <laughs> <clears throat> like the whole class warfare thing between like, Oh, like Thomas Wayne, blah, 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 blah. Like, awful person and then like suddenly like all the like working class people are like um like they're they're like rioting in the streets and they're like blah 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 and they're violent blah 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 and like we're supposed to say like oh these people are just as bad or like these people become the villains and it's like are we really doing that right now like no we're not i didn't think that but you're talking about at the end of the movie when everybody was wearing the masks so on and so forth yes and then they so i thought okay I was rooting for them. I didn't think they were, I didn't necessarily see them as the bad guys or what I saw them as like the, um, I mean, the Joker is literally a bad guy, but, but I think we that's why people love the Joker in the film because he's like, both. it's a bad guy. You love to like, it's a bad guy that you root that you're rooting for. It's like, like Magneto in, where they, you know, his backstory and you sympathize. Ooh, but with Magneto like, is different. Magneto mm. is like a Holocaust survivor. And the Joker uh, is like mm, sad. He's a, the but Joker, he's but tortured. even so, like, but even so, like, if we want to think about the Joker as as as, <laughs> if you want to think about the Joker as like a like a character throughout the pat throughout the eras, right? Uh-huh. Like, I think the best Jokers that have been have been Joaquin Phoenix most recently, um, um, Jack Nicholson uh, from the nineteen eighty nine film. And then no, okay, I would say yeah. the best one. The best one is Heath Ledger, yeah. right? Period. And so take that, Jared. All of those, like, like for sure, like all, uh, Jared. Oh my God, I didn't even want to watch. It. I just heard it was terrible, so and I'm like, weird. I don't need to, like, I don't need the follow up to Heath Ledger's performance to be a bad performance. So I'm not even going to watch. I it. didn't think it was bad. But, uh, it was like, it was just gross I and unnecessary. Like- <laughs> it was like you don't need to be sending like dead squirrels to Viola Davis for this. Yeah. No, I just felt Uh, like if anything out of um, Suicide Squad, they needed more Joker in that movie. No. Yeah, that movie was so bad. That movie was bad, but it wasn't because they didn't feature Joker enough. Yes. I think it was just badly 
I just heard it was just badly it was like a bad film. the plot was yeah the well plot was just they do like, this huh? thing where like harley is like separated from the joker and she's like sad about it and then she gets over it and then at the end of the movie he shows up and she's like okay yeah it's yeah like, don't be dumb that's yeah that's they were i think dc just doesn't know how to make a good film they just like really i mean here's the thing is like people really like to see the joker and i feel like trying to rationalize the joker is a bad idea because like the Mm. best version of the joker is the joker that like the heath ledger version yeah Yeah. or like the animated series version yeah Uh uh-huh uh which animated one oh the old animated one not batman beyond Oh, I, I love Batman Beyond, Batman, but I know which yeah. one you're talking about because I like those. Yeah, that was you love cool. Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond, no, yeah, as a kid, as a kid, I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. As a kid, it was absolutely. Is that the awesome, one that yo. we was like after Animaniacs and all of that? That's the one where Bruce Wayne is like old now and like he has like, like a. The oh no, I didn't watch that. Yeah, I liked it, but I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah. The, the ones before Batman Beyond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the one that's called Batman yeah, the Animated no. Series. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's that's you know they're coming out with the new Batman. Oh really? Animated series? Yeah, it's called no no um no it's live action film. Oh. It's called the Batman. Oh, the one with um, Robert Hi. Pattinson. How do we keep up? Robert yeah. Pattinson. I know. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I feel like he's. Yeah. I feel like he's gonna turn it out. I feel Robert like Robert Pattinson. I feel like he's gonna turn it out. He as ruined Twilight for me. So bad. Twilight was a bad movie. As long as it's but not the ben books Affleck, were though. good. No, they weren't. The books were good. No, the movies were garbage. No, the books were smutty. No. Yeah, the books were good. The books were good <laughs> because they were smutty. <laughs> I hey, um, so let's 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 try to yeah. get back on. Back to <laughs> but okay, so did we finish talking about like how the artists that LGBTQ oh, yeah. people tend to gravitate towards and consume are not part are, are not necessarily not, part of yeah. The well, LGBT, I mean, LGBT, I think it's like one of those things where, <laughs> in terms of mainstream hip hop, I mean, we have to take what we can get. Like, they're not mm. like. An artist just isn't gonna like pop out of the ground and be famous with, um, with, um, sorry, mainstream audiences that is also LGBT. You know, like, like Frank Ocean had to come out after he released his seminal works. Like Lil Nas had to come Uh out after. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But then, what about like the female artists? What about Sid? Yeah. What about I was about to say? What about Sid? Who? to my to my knowledge she's she's queer but i think she she's like it's right. a little bit different with women because like the expectation for women is different than the expectation for men the expectation yeah, for men is to like have that like machismo that like um mm. that thing that um like masculinity that's like impenetrable and like right. being queer does like in in the eyes of people who right. consume hip hop are it makes you like more feminine and therefore makes you like weaker or therefore makes you like whatever blah 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 blah. right but is there a like i personally think there's a responsibility for the artists who do have that audience but is there like what would so i think that people like cardi b or Nicki minaj do a good job of um and I could be wrong. I mean, you're yeah. looking like I'm wrong. No, 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 no. Sorry, uh, I'm listening. I think they do a good job of understanding that that's part of their audience and they do a good job of 
uh, maybe Nicki Minaj can sometimes exploit that a little bit. I totally. feel like okay, yeah. <laughs> I think Nicki Minaj does exploit that. I think Cardi B does a genuinely a good job. Yeah. But um, like, She's should they smart. have the responsibility? Um, because that is their audience and that is who consumes their music. Like, how could they yeah. do that better? <clears throat> how could they do that better? I mean, they could like instead of paying lip service to us they could actually like okay f- for instance bad bunny um recently came out with a Ooh. music video where he was honoring mm-hmm. like a trans woman who was murdered um and mm. i mean like that is not only is that like going beyond the expectation of what an ally looks like in mainstream hip-hop it is also yeah. like i mean it's important like work for in terms of like social justice because he this is uh this is a this is a a cis man a, a, a allegedly straight man i mean not allegedly sorry we're assuming that he's straight because he hasn't said anything else um who is like showing that he cares about the community on a way that in a way that's actually impactful because here he is like making very public statements mm-hmm. about how like you just you just can't do that like yeah it's like you are wrong for like misgendering this person you are wrong for like not taking her death seriously and um like that's like a huge thing for us to see because like you don't you don't see men doing that yeah especially especially straight men isn't that somebody that was close to him though that's a good question. I thought there was... I mean, not that that negates it at all, mm-hmm. but I... <laughs> That's your friend. <laughs> but I thought I remembered seeing something where, like, people are saying that now, um, in his style, he tries to honor that person, mm-hmm. um, like, through the way that he dresses. I don't yeah. I, um... You know. Honestly, I, um... I listen to Bad Bunny's music, like, you know, like, in the shower, or, like, while I'm doing stuff. I yeah. like don't really consume it. Yeah. yeah. Like I would want to, especially because it's in Spanish. <laughs> but um Are you a K pop fan? What? Are you a K pop fan? Yeah, I am I yeah. Oh that's true. And you're right. True. It is that's it true. is similar. <laughs> okay, yeah. drag me, drag me. <laughs> I deserve it. <laughs> but uh, no, hey, uh, I no, that's with the Spanish hip hop though. I, I like love that. It. Oh yeah. yeah, it's good. Nikki uh, Jam, man, I, we, yeah, that was good. in our house for a while. After um, after Rhythm and Flow came out, I was like really, um, I was really following D Smoke for a while. Oh, Rhythm and Flow, yeah. <laughs> I I'm not as well versed in Latin hip hop as I, I need to be uh, at all. That might be something I need to figure hey, out. Can yeah, we go? Hits. Can we go back real quick? And I don't know if maybe this is doing too much, but yeah. I know you said like um, you've said some terms earlier, um, like cis and stuff like that. Can you break that down on what that means? Yeah. So um, and some of the terms. Yeah, of course. So um, transgender is an umbrella term that means um, basically anyone who doesn't uh, who whose gender is not what they were assigned at birth. Um, and we can talk about like identity and stuff too i feel like when we use the word identity um a lot of people think of that as being kind of frivolous like when they say Mm -hmm. like oh my gender identity it means like oh this is what i want you to call me but it's not real Mm. so i i don't like to i don't like to say that i say like this is my gender um in the same way that you Mm. would say like this is my gender blah 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 um so under that umbrella term um there can be binary people and non-binary people um so if i were um if I were assigned, 
if I were assigned male at birth and I um, was a woman, then I would be considered um, I would be considered a trans woman, and um, that is an example of a binary trans person a non-binary yeah. trans person um that's yes. what i that's what i consider myself as um just i like i am definitely not a man i'm definitely not a woman so in that gray area um falls a bunch of different um things that um labels that people feel comfortable with at different levels so there are people who are genderqueer um which means that like they um like are are comfortable with um being male certain days and other days kind of not um gender fluid is similar okay um it really just depends on like what the person feels comfortable with so like i feel comfortable identifying as non-binary and um like if i felt differently then i would just call myself whatever feels good to me um and then cisgender um you asked about this dante cisgender just means um anyone who identifies with the gender that they were assigned at birth so something that i hear a lot is um that whenever people want other people to use the right terms um it's because it's what makes them feel safe and i and safe is always um like there was an interview with sam smith where sam smith had for the first time heard of uh, being non-binary and then Mm -hmm. like as immediately was like oh yeah that that is how i identify or or that's what i am um but are the Mm. labels for you to feel that same way or are the labels for other people so that for cis people or just mm-hmm. people outside of the community so they have some understanding of who you're saying you are yeah i think that um i mean both of those can be right and for me both of those are right so like for instance like if if i if i give you my pronouns you know what my pronouns are my pronouns are they them by the way i don't think it was mentioned um earlier in the podcast mm-hmm. but um okay like if I give you that and then you misgender me, it really, it, it, it communicates the idea that you see me as a person that doesn't exist. Like you see me as the mm. person that you expect me to be, and not the person that I am. And so, uh, okay. like once you reach that level of self discovery, I mean, like being trans is like truly like a very spiritual experience, um, and. Mm. Once you have reached that level of self-discovery where you can say, like, this is the person that I am, and you give that to people, that's so, it's so intimate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah. by giving someone this information about you, you're, like, you're letting them know you in a way that is, it's, in, it's incredibly profound to that person. Yeah. Uh, there was one more question that I wanted to ask, too when we were talking about so i think something that happens for um cis people is a a lot of times they mistakenly i think like what i liked about what you said was that it's a self it's Mm self-discovery and it's a journey because i think what happens is that we see that like okay at this point in your life you're saying you're gay at this Mm -hmm. point in your life you're saying you're trans and so then to cis people who don't understand that it's that journey, mm-hmm. I think they get confused because then they're like, is it fluid? Is it changing? Yeah. Is it, which 
it could or, I mean could not be but I think it helps when you say it in terms of like it being something of self-discovery because then mm-hmm. it, it makes sense why it can change yeah yeah I was I was going to say that there are um, some LGBTQ plus people who people in the community rather who um, they they think of their own sexuality and their own gender as being fluid in that like it depends on the day you know like some people look at that some pe- other people in the community look at that as being a little bit eye rolly but other I mean it's just oh, like it's see, whatever you I are it's, wondering it's like whatever is that is that because it feels like if it's eye rolly to them what isn't that part of them their journey too yeah I mean, I, it's people. People feel differently about different things, you know. I, um, right. I think the only thing that like really sets the community back is when people like uh, like other kin. That's like a what's it, that? It's like it's like when people identify as things that are not human or oh. like, and that's just like it's a that's where like I Rachel d- Dolezal. How do we feel about that? <laughs> No, I'm being serious. That's like it's crazy. Uh, not crazy. It's it sounds to us like this is irrational. an affront and irrational. But what if that is truly? I mean, not what if. It seems like that is what she truly. <laughs> I mean, you mean Dolezal? Dolezal one- thinking she black? Yeah. Yeah, but she doesn't. She's she said that it's. She called it something I can't. Trans, I think she may have said like transracial. That's like outside of her conti- race. Or no, whatever. no, 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 no. Transcontinental, whatever. Like it was some. Yeah. Kind of I don't. Yes, I, I don't like do that. that. Like, <laughs> Rachel Dolezal. Like, I don't, there's all types of things wrong with Dolezal. If she really believes she's black, she need to go on somewhere. <laughs> like I, I'm not. Black. Well, and I'm just not. There is. I agree. I think that there is one thing for like you have to kind of give her props for like holding it down for the community. I mean, she does a lot of activism work. Not that we want her to do it, but <laughs> she does. She wants to. Um, Which but community? The black community. community. Okay. And she's also bisexual, um, okay. which oh. we don't want her either. But um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's, why, that's why I was asking which community. Um, but um, yeah, I, mean, I didn't like, know that. There's, I mean, she does do a lot of activism work, and like that's all well and good, but like. I don't know. Stay in your lane. (laughs) Like, yeah, like her being bisexual. All right, like I, I, I can understand that, right? Like there is a, like there is not a apparent, obvious appropriation of queer identity sexuality totally. right there's not an appropriate there's not an inherent appropriation there right as opposed yes. to like you just can't change your you can't change your ethnicity you cannot change your race that stuff like that that ended up like people look at you Kylie Jenner but, but did see, it and so can I but see that's the thing is <laughs> no, that like we say that you can't change your race and you can't change your identity but but then there's this journey of like nope finding your uh, no 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 I'm, I'm trying you. to be like I'm like really I'm not I'm not saying that that she I would ever in a million years be like okay you you, you could be black you could be black that's Here not it, it. that's not what I'm saying <laughs> right, at all nah, but I'm saying true. like we're saying that race is not is it's fine this is what is, you're born yeah, yeah. Like, and then there's like can can 
queerness be appropriated? Like, yeah, it can, who's it to can say? Be. Like, who queerness can yeah, be? Of course, it can be. I'm saying specifically for her, um, it does not appear that she is appropriating queerness. Right? She's not appropriating queerness. Is also not as much of a costume as, um, say, like a dark self tan and uh, box braids right. can be. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's like you can't. But, like, if she. If she really wanted to, like if she really wanted to, and there was like race riots or something, and there's like Hunger Game of race, and Donald Trump wanted to like just pluck off all the black folks and keep all the white folks, um, and that's really happening. She could just like wash all that shit off. She could literally undo her box braids and like wash whatever that she put on her skin and be like, yo, (laughs) I'm I'm safe. Whereas other people, black people cannot do that, right? So... Right. She, she's she's but using can you give that same argument the other way too? What, what do you mean with with being queer? Like you're saying that you can still it's just because you can't see it from the outside doesn't right. mean that you can wash it off. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like let's say that you can say if 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 someone was holding a gun to her head or or anything like uh-huh. that, she could say she wasn't. But you can do, you can still say the same thing for someone that was queer where they could say that they're not or anything like that or acted or you know act a, a different way yeah like how do we know when people who are queer are saying like are appropriate i get i get like appropriating in the sense of like um like white girl saying yes yeah or like people dr- dressing campy and it's not they're not part of that queer community uh, like Matt gala 2019 yeah, exactly <laughs> i see that that's a clear appropriation what is but, campy uh, so, I'll show you some pictures later from the no, Met Gala. You it was good. No, you campus because Lena Waithe, I liked her um, Met Gala costume because it said that, like, black mm-hmm. um, drag queens invented campers, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. It, so, that is a good, that might be a good thing to talk about. It's truly um, my belief that black drag queens invented everything. so what is camp the couch that i'm sitting on was invented by (laughs) a black drag queen um um so um camp is just like it's like i don't know it's just a feeling for me i i i feel like i can recognize camp but i can't it's hard to explain and in that way i wouldn't call myself an expert on camp like Mm -hmm. because i am not able to talk about it on on an academic level like i would say like probably i'm more of a consumer of camp than a creator of camp Mm, camp is like uh, it's like it's like it's like queerness in the sense of like uh, uh something being aesthetically queer but queer in the sense of it being just like skewed just ever so slightly you know mm. i'd have to look at examples mm. to get a better idea yeah me too so met gala did tessa y'all thompson's see- met gala dress was it was camp i got it uh, somebody i mean what's her name tessa thompson tessa thompson she's tessa thompson Whoa. she's the one who was in creed hold on she was in veronica mars she was no. in thor ragnarok Th- thor ragnarok she was in valkyrie she's valkyrie Oh, that's interesting. Oh, her. Um, she kind of looks like Angela Simmons. Oh, I know what you're talking about. She, um, she does kind of look like Angela She's, um, whose girlfriend she's is she? Whose girlfriend? No, no, no. Whose Creed. girlfriend is she? She was, 
Janelle Monae, yeah, but they're not together okay, anymore. Oh, yeah. It's reported that Janelle is with Lupita Nyong'o now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know. Which I wish that they would put their... I would just they would cast their doubts aside and just be a thruple, but whatever. Thruple. <laughs> 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 but I mean, it's, uh, okay, I didn't know she... I didn't know she was at the Met or, I, you know, I didn't see her outfit or anything like that. Oh, her outfit was... But that was Insane. that was the was theme camp. of the Met Gala for 2020 uh-huh. was uh, 2019. 2019 was camp. Oh man, they're gonna have to cancel the Met Gala. And so Lena Waithe, <sighs> yeah, so Lena Waithe, she had that written on her outfit. Yeah, she had a pinstripe suit, and on the on it, the pinstripes were like words. I think they were like people's names. Yeah, uh, and, and she coordinated with somebody else too. Um, her wife was a designer. Oh no. Our, I don't know. I don't remember, but yeah, Christian something. I don't know. You know, I think uh, just just before we continue, like I think it's also worth mentioning. Um, you know, the LGBTQ plus community's influence on on hip hop and yeah. how mm-hmm. how it originated. Uh, you know, mid to late seventies and obviously into the eighties, like hip-hop wasn't getting played in a bunch of new york clubs and you know these queer clubs were among the first ones to actually start start playing it and uh playing that music and i yeah i almost wonder why hip-hop has not afforded that same level of appreciation back to the community uh, that the community has shown for hip-hop but has continued to show even to today um uh, I think the answer you're looking for is Black toxic dragons. masculinity. Oh. Yeah, but has has rap always been about toxic masculinity? Or like, yeah. well, can, can it, can in it its origins, can it I think we've be, said that on right, every could it, be, could it just be episode? Could it just be? I think to that, or ha- is there something deeper to it than um, just saying it's it's toxic masculinity? Mm, I think definitely. I mean, misogyny and. Um, misogyny plays a lot into i'm a believer that um like homophobia and transphobia and a lot of um uh prejudice and intolerance comes from either racism or misogyny Uh like those are the two that everything can be boiled down to i think that the image of a hip-hop rapper or an mc or whatever Mm -hmm. was so tied to like masculinity and um uh like something that you could aspire towards Mm -hmm. that anything that betrayed that idea or is like not aligned with like what those people wanted to portray i see um and also i mean like i don't know i just feel like the idea of being compared or being aligned with femininity is so like it's such a no-no for a lot of people especially like male creators of Mm hip-hop that it's just like yeah that i think that's a big reason why um the hip-hop community hasn't been historically more supportive of the lgbtq community even though lgbtq people influence hip-hop so much Right. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. I think that is true. I think you, you're seeing a change with artists like Tyler, the Creator, and Frank Ocean, yeah. and some of these people. And uh, but what's his name? Jaden Smith. Uh, Smith. Yeah. 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 But is Jaden Smith a hip hop artist? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, for He's sure. pretty good too. I like. I'm gonna have to listen to that. Jaden yeah. goes. Jaden goes. What's his yeah. stage name? Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith. Yeah. Jayden Smith. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. That but I think it's changing, and you can even see the resistance, even as it's changing. You know, we've talked about it before, where. Um, that lifestyle isn't even something we relate to, but yet we act like we do, you know, right. like living yeah. this hard life and you're not real <laughs> unless you are, you know, like this, this image of like um, treating women this way and yeah, yeah. having all, you know, like, and so I, I do think that that is, that is true. Hopefully it's changing. Um, but I think that when, you know, there's this period of time where as it has been, we label people as soft, or we say, you know, like they're not as real, but it—that's their authentic self. You know, right. that's I, that's I think what's it's real changing, for them. But I think it's changing. I don't think it's changing fast enough. But I think mm-hmm. the Tyler, the, the creators, the Jadens, the Frank Oceans, the um, Kanye's, <laughs> the Kanye's, right? Um, you know, just a quick bit on since you brought up Kanye, like he was—I think it was when he was. Um, promoting his second album and he was like yo hip-hop has a problem with the gay community and i remember he said this on mtv when he was um interviewing with uh sway like one of the first interviews of sway not the (laughs) (laughs) not the house sway interview but the like 2004 2005 and he's like yo like i had to really um grapple with this reality when i think it was like his cousin came out as gay and he's like yo i still love my cousin so and and i see you christian uh like rolling your eyes because and i and i'm interested to know why is it because is it because you feel like a person shouldn't have to have that personal experience before their ideas change on a thing yes i think that if you're the kind of person who has to say i have a mother and therefore i shouldn't be a rapist um you're a broken person um i get it and so, yeah, that same logic applies to, like, queerness. Like, if you have to relate queerness to a person that you know, it's like, all right. Like, there's a lot of work to do there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. Should, should credit be given to that person who, I mean, like, can you blame that person for for that experience? Like, I don't know if they necessarily yeah. chose the experience of, yo, my cousin is gay. Now I understand. Now my views on it are evolving or changing or transitioning. Like, can you necessarily fully blame them um, for so I th- yeah. not it's changing that, until yeah. that point? Two things. Like, one, okay, so I am very much in that position where, you know, I I only know the things that I knew know because Christian, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I do think that it's almost that same thing where we talk about race, right? Like, for white people to, like... Just because you don't have, that's not your reality, doesn't mean that you live in this box. But right. it's your responsibility to um, to have friends and to and, and not to do the whole like, oh, I have a black friend. So, but but to like extend yourself in understanding that experience. You know, like yeah. um, finding people and be like, hey, you know, this is gonna sound ignorant, but I really do want to understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from. I want to understand why. Yeah. Um, people feel this way when this topic comes up and you know like (laughs) so with that exact same thing I think it is our responsibility just because we're just because I'm a cis woman doesn't mean that I can only live with the perspective of a cis woman and not understand other people's experiences Mm -hmm. Um, just like I have a desire to understand people and the black experience I have a desire to learn about people and the queer experience too And, and it's my responsibility to not 
only understand that, but to be an ally and stand up whenever I see injustices happening or whenever I see, you know, like aside from like religious views and all of those things, it, it doesn't take anything to be a decent human person. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it boils down to. Yeah. I think that's what it boils down to. Like you might not agree with somebody um, on, on how they're living their lives, but that does not give you free range to disrespect them as a human being. Yeah, you know, and in order to respect somebody, I think there has to be that that intentional step of trying to understand them on some level. It might not be mm-hmm. a, like the full level, but like putting forth the effort to just better understand who you're interacting with, so that you can interact with them in the most respectable way yeah. possible yeah. from, from and you I, and being I, the human being. And I think when the when the measurement of disrespect has been changed. Um, with like, hey, if, like before, if I was, if you were fine with being called he or uh, or she, and now you want to be called they, like, I think we have to give um, some kind of grace in that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If he dis- if he decides, and when I say he, I'm saying like me. Um, uh-huh. Now, if he decides, hey, you've you've told me that, and I ain't gonna that, nah, I ain't doing. It. Yes, that that's a garbage person. But yeah. I think we we still have to have some no kind of. Yeah, like <laughs> no, that's trash. yeah, like we we, we have to, yeah, <laughs> but we have to we 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 have to give that that um, that time for change to actually happen for that person. Yeah. I think that's true sure. with all things. Like um, the same thing with like if we were trying to explain our experience and then people were um, saying things that might be ignorant and in like rooted in um, their old beliefs. I think yeah, we have to give them grace. But I think yeah. that yeah, like you said, there's a difference between blatantly being like I, ref-, which there are people like that. Yeah. Like I refuse yeah. to call you this because that's not what you are. Like mm-hmm. that's wrong. Yeah, but that- if we're like trying, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I'm being frank here, I think that yes, there's a difference between those two things, and like one of those is objectively worse than the other. However, I this is going to sound harsh, and if it does, like. I'm sorry, all of the nice trans people are dead. Um, um, Like, I think that once I give someone this, like, information about me, I feel like I'm sharing something really intimate. And I Mm. think that if you still have questions, sure, ask them, but also you kind of have a responsibility to do your own research. I mean, there are so many Mm. queer writers, queer artists who are, like, putting out invaluable resources on the internet and we live in a time where we have access to that 24 7 like i can watch i can watch bon appetit test kitchen morning tonight if i want to and like having that access i mean i think it's so important to do your own research because i think like putting someone on the spot and being like hey will you answer this question for me it's hard and yeah. I would like to imagine that I do it well, but like I am not I am not a perfect person and I right. do not speak for the entire community and right. like there are people who like have formulated their thoughts, who have like collected all of the information that you need and put it in a really nice tight package for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like those resources are available. Like if I wanted to learn about anything i could just google it yeah. i think that's valid i do 
I also uh-huh. think that there is something to hearing people's experiences firsthand, and not mm. saying that those people don't write about uh-huh. um, firsthand experiences, but I think that it it puts a when when you're talking to somebody about race and you're not just reading about some, a headline or you're not just you know like you actually see their response or you you see the emotion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you see the you know like it's different and then not only that but like for somebody I, I totally get you have to feel safe to be able to share with the other people but they also they're they're coming with like an ignorance and they know that it's ignorance but they're trying they're wanting to know better like i feel like there are times where you know you and i will mm-hmm. like there will be questions you have about religion or questions that i have about um yeah like the queer experience and i feel experience. like experience experience i like that experience that makes it so much easier i like one of those people who just like like, anytime i can put like (laughs) queer or gay or they into anything i'm like yeah that's the word now okay the experience um i feel like there's also like i have to feel safe with you too that you're not gonna you're not gonna give judge me you're not gonna feel like you yeah. you know that I'm my heart is that I'm trying to come from a place of, of understanding you know in love and so I feel like do we give people uh, but you also have to understand that that's a lot of emotional labor to put on someone oh, to say yeah. like yeah. hey will that's you true. give me like everything about your experience your personal thing and it's just like I don't want to relive all of that yeah that's true and yeah. like yeah. you know it's like if someone finds out that you're like an abuse survivor and they say like hey will you recount your abuse mm. experience to me in detail yeah. so that i can have that's sympathy tough. for you yeah that's true you're right that's tough and i'm and i think both of y'all and i think all of us are speaking to a level of of vulnerability that mm-hmm. has to be like shared vulnerability that has to exist within a conversation between people right and so like for christian for for me, for example, that I might not, I, I know I'm not knowledgeable about the queer experience, the queer the experience. experience. Thank you um, for using and, the preferred terms. <laughs> right, right. So, like, you know, th- I would hope that somebody who is queer, when I am asking these questions, I would view me as somebody who is trying to tap into a vulnerable space mm-hmm. of ignorance, right? Like, recognize my in- ignorance and wanting to um adjust that ignorance to where i'm enlightened to some extent and there's a vulnerability in that journey and that experience totally and at the same time i'm recognizing that me coming to to you for instance is creating that vulnerability that you might not want to be a part of Mm -hmm. today but maybe tomorrow you might want to and so yeah i think there's that that patience that that patience that we both have to have with one another assuming that it's genuine right and yeah, totally honest and and not disrespectful but i yeah. think that needs to occur for for conversations to like help one another i think also like what that that like when people ask me about my experience and stuff i it kind of raises a red flag for me because i'm also used to a lot of people asking me about like my experience and asking me to explain all these things to them just so that they can play devil's advocate and it's Uh, like that's really like don't do that listeners it's just tuesday you know like i don't want to do this today it's like yeah like don't don't do me like this yeah that is annoying i could see that What's up, everybody? Appreciate y'all for listening to today's episode. Make sure you come back again, listen to everything that you want to hear, and make sure you follow us on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You already know what it is. Appreciate y'all. Peace.